0: Hey everybody, welcome to another ComedyLol.com podcast. My name is Brandon, and this is a commercial. That's right, guys. A couple ways you can help out the podcast. The first way, you can donate. You can donate at ComedyLol.com. Click on the Donate tab, and it'll take you to PayPal figure it out from there. Or, the easier way is to go to ComedyLol.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the page... And then do all your Amazon.com shopping, and we get a portion of that, a little bit of a percentage they'll, swen- they'll send our way, and it doesn't cost you any more. So thanks, guys, for your support. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Enjoy the episode.
1: Whose motorcycle is this? <sighs> it's a chopper, Horse. baby. chopper <sighs> <sighs> Ned. Ned. Dead, Ned's dead, dead baby. Ned's dead. dead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> action.
0: Action. Welcome, everybody, to Ned's Dead, baby.
1: We're here. We're here. Again.
0: Again and again.
1: For the umpteenth time.
0: Yes. A lot of stuff to talk about today.
1: Big app. Yeah. Huge app.
0: Last two, because we haven't done one. Uh...
1: Oh, yeah. Shit. We didn't do the, uh, the other one. Yeah. Uh, episode 4. Five, four and five, four and five, yeah. Oh, it is yeah. five, yeah. I don't know why I thought it was six. No, season six. That's what yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're you're uh, rushing ahead.
0: Stop. You're getting me scared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say I hope it's not at six. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Flying right? by. Well, I guess like, all these seasons fly by because there's only ten episodes. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of sucks. Cause the, you only get like maybe two months of the show. And then <laughs> yeah.
0: And then that's it. And then you got all year to just dig your nails into your skin and wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> what? What are you doing, Game of Thrones?
1: Yeah, I actually don't know how we make it through like, as a fan of the show. I just to, like, have to wait Yeah. 10 months.
0: It's crazy. I, I just did it by slowly spacing out the reading of the books. My friend, I was talking to him in, uh about Game of Thrones, and he's like, yeah, it's great, but I'm waiting for the book. I can't wait for it to come out. And I told him, like, I'm in the middle of four. He's like, I've been done for, like, two years waiting. <laughs> he goes, I'm going crazy.
1: I think this year, especially, is gonna be like <clears throat> a difficult wait. Just cause I've, like I feel like this is just the the pace of this season makes me think it's gonna. Be, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a big season. Like they've said, it's gonna be the biggest battle they've had yet. Um, yeah. The the showrunners said it's gonna be the biggest battle the show's seen yet, and then like just the pace of it and what's been happening with. Characters like Daenerys have now having the Dothraki behind her. And yeah, that's... Like Jon Snow uh, planning to march to Winterfell and shit. And then, like, we see the White Walkers, the Night King has, like, assembled, like... Is it's, it's assembling a larger and larger army. And then, like, the stuff with Bran... Like, it's definitely going to be a big, a big... Like, by the end of the season, it's going to be like, whoa, shit's going to be different. Like, I'm kind of upset, like... I mean, we haven't even talked about episodes yet, but I'm, I'm kind of upset, like how many characters are dying, and like, because characters have always died on this show, but it, I feel like it was kind of spaced out. Yeah, and I get it, because like it's 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 all coming to a head. Now, so of course, more is gonna die, but it's like it's 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 like it hurts, yeah. It hurts. And
0: like you know, dire wolves, they're just like killing Dude, I, them. It seemed I'm, for, like I'm, no reason, like I
1: was like, there was no reason why, uh, what you call it had to die in that scene, summer, Summer, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that's what I was thinking too. I was uh, upset, yeah, I was too.
1: Somebody was on Twitter, uh, Devin Farachi, this uh, film critic that follow, and he was he was just saying, like, if they don't want the dire wolves on the show, then why'd they add them in the show? Like, you yeah. don't need like they're just killing them off, like, yeah. And most of, them, most of them aren't even dying in, like... I mean, Summer died in a kind of valiant way, but I felt like it was unnecessary. Yeah,
0: he yeah. really didn't. He, he stopped him for, like, an extra 10 seconds, maybe. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, come on.
1: And I felt like... I don't know. I could just see Summer being useful later on down the road. <laughs> yeah. Like, even if they don't have a serious plot point later on. I just felt... I feel like they just kind of, like, oh, we not got anything to do with this. We don't have anything to do with Summer. Yeah, let's, let's just, get just get rid kill him. Yeah, because, yeah, like... I don't know. It hurt. It hurt to see. Man, when, they they fucked summer up. They were oh like yeah. The,
0: yeah. The it was like uh, wa- That's what I was like Walking Dead type of. Yeah. yeah it was gruesome. It, yeah, it was pretty crazy. That's what I was watching some review, and the guy said he goes, "I he's like, I know CGI for wolves is expensive, guys, but come on, you don't have to kill them like."
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, I guess. I don't know if we didn't have to like go episode by episode, but just kind of cover like um. We like could do storyline, I guess. I think, uh, like with Daenerys and the Dothraki, I thought that was really cool. I was wondering, like, what what is she gonna do? Like, I thought because a lot of this, I thought she was gonna like verbally convince them, like of uh, like how she could be of service. And she's <laughs> like, "No, no, I got a different idea. I got a fucking much more uh, final, <laughs> final solution." Yeah, <laughs> uh, I thought that was cool. But that was really cool um just cuz it, it just kind of solidifies her her like growth as like knowing what she's capable of like just because like she could have got I think probably could have maybe made it out like snuck her out of the city mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have solved anything in no, terms of yeah. like she's back where she started if she de- did that like i mean sure she can go back to marine and be Cream, but like, it wouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. But this way, uh yeah, she's gonna come back with this huge army. Yeah, too. she's twice, maybe three times as powerful as she was before. Because not only does she has the army, but she also has like the. She's more powerful, like psychologically. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. She gained that and a lot of confidence. I mean, you know, yeah, it, it, it was amazing. I, and I, she kind of gave them a chance, even though she, everyone knew that you know they weren't gonna follow her, but she still at least kind of. She did talk shit about him, but she gave him a chance. I like how she did that, how she said that you guys are just, you know, worrying about what girls you're gonna rape and what horses you're gonna steal, you know, like
1: Yeah, she was like, Yeah, you guys are very small. I'm I got bigger <laughs> bigger plans. Um <clears throat> it was an interesting thing where uh so you're on grade. I wanna talk about the King's moot. Yeah, okay. i us I'm, I'm I'm kinda upset about the King's Moot just because in the book and um for Crows, the King's Boot was, like, a big deal. Like, it was, like, this giant ceremony thing. And, like, um Euron came, and he was talking about, like, all his treasures and his, like, his exploits around the world. Mm-hmm. And, like, it it played a little differently because, like, there's, like, an underdog factor of, like, like as a reader, you're kind of automatically on, uh I guess, in the show she's called Yara... Uh, mm-hmm. side because she's a POV character and um, you kind of don't like Euron because you know he killed Balon and you don't like Balon either because he's kind of a fucked up dude but it's also just like you're you're on the side of Yara and then like she has a great case and then this guy just comes in and just kind of like his case just like overpowers her because <laughs> yeah. like, cause, like I mean He's got a legitimate claim about being like, I've seen, like, like when he said, um, I've seen more of the world than all of you combined. It was like, that's, that's really interesting, like, because he has been everywhere, but it's, so I, I feel like that scene was very quick and very small, and it kind of highlighted the fact that it makes it seem like there's only maybe 150 people on that island, on those <laughs> yeah, islands, you know no, what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, yeah. that island like, is they to be, like do? a significant... <laughs> they're not like as big as it's not the biggest city i mean well it's not one particular city but like it's not the biggest area in but it's like it looked like maybe 75 <laughs> yeah, people yeah. live yeah that 75 was that. able-bodied men live in the iron islands as yeah. opposed to like i, I, I don't know if, I, I feel like in the book i remember it being like in this like bo- like a ballroom or like or like in the like the great hall of
0: the- i i actually just read the first part of the king's moot and I think it might have been. I think it was still outside, but there was a lot of people. Yeah, there it was, was like a lot. A giant crowd. A giant, huge crowd, and there was different. There was more contenders, you know, yeah, and they like said, You don't want people. to be the first one to say me. And they come and they give gifts, so they would just spill treasures for everybody. Yeah, and People exactly. would come and take it. It was and, a big spectacle. That's yeah. what my
1: friend was saying on uh, Facebook. It was like it should have been much more respectable and less just, like, dick jokes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Because the thing about it is, like, I don't think they did a bad job of it. I think... Yeah, for a TV show, I mean... I think it it was... um, I think the scene was well done. Mm. I just think, like, it should be a bigger deal because that's... I feel like the Iron Islands are going to play a big deal in the coming uh, wars of the shows. I feel like it should play bigger. And then, like... Like,
0: um... They're like Westeros' Navy, basically. I exactly. I mean, if you think about it, yeah. So Yeah,
1: so, um... Yeah, I, I, I just felt like... you, and, and also, in the books, you get a, a better feel for who Euron is. Like, mm-hmm. in the same way of the, in the show, he kind of just shows up out of nowhere. And it same thing happens in the books, but... You kind of get a better feel like where he's been. He talks about how he's been to like Valeria, and he's mm-hmm. like, you know, he think and he had he had like the the fucking um that horn. Uh, I don't think you got yeah,
0: that. yeah, they, the horn, which that they brought that up to in a review that I watched. How he didn't have it in the show.
1: Yeah, in the in the book, like the and he had someone blow the horn, and then like it it fucking like turns his lungs black and shit. And he dies or whatever. Yeah. Just like, cause then it gets a little bit more legitimate like everyone knows he's traveled the world because they know he's traveled the world. Cause they know who he is mm-hmm. like vaguely, but like in the show, when he comes with all these treasures and like the horn and shit, you're like, it, you kind of get a little bit more of a, uh, a visual reminder. Like, Oh, this dude is just like, he's legit. <laughs> um, cause in it, cause he, he makes that, he has that line about, um, there's this, 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 this woman across the sea who hates the Lords of Westeros as much as, uh, you guys do. And it's like, I don't know why, but in recent seasons, I feel like I don't get that as much from Daenerys. Like, I feel like she hates the Lannisters yeah. more than she hates all of the Lords of Westeros. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she's, she has no allegiance to anyone uh, other than, like, her own the Targaryen name. But, like, I don't feel like she has like a hatred towards everyone in westeros no i feel like hers is a little bit more focused i mean i I guess it's also some of his like uh euron's uh hyperbole where he's kind of like um uh lying more or less to get people on his side he's got
0: to get all those 75 guys on his side yeah (laughs) 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 yeah he's like yeah
1: (laughs) like if by the way the king's boot looked if you look at all the people there, there would have been one person on every ship that they stole. Yeah, because, yeah Like I know. there wouldn't be enough to have a crew on every ship.
0: Yeah, so maybe they were making it seem like only the important people were there. You know, like those were the either the captains or the higher ranking people, and they're the ones making the decision, kind of. But whereas in the book, it seemed like everybody would came out to this thing. You know, like it was yeah, because uh,
1: they didn't even have like a vote like they did do in the um in the books. Mm-hmm. And like, cause like even on, <clears throat> it's very similar to the um. Uh, the night's watch vote yeah. thing whereas, like someone gets gains some momentum like oh it, oh has got this locked down and then like ah i know <laughs> he comes in and he
0: last minute swipes it out
1: he's, i don't know he just seems a little bit more um he's a little bit more like fantastical in in the show like he's like he's just like this mysterious like bejeweled <laughs> yeah. like like wizard like you know what i mean yeah, like, he just has like a an aura about him, and and like he's got charisma in the show, but he doesn't have like the, the accoutrement, you know what I mean, to make him like,
0: like the one eye too, and yeah, the yeah, the, got the guy, yeah, they just,
1: they just give him a, <laughs> like, like that scar doesn't even look old. Like look, like he just got that scar like the I think, day before. I
0: think Balon gave that to him when he fell oh, off. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. hey, I was thinking about that too. I was looking at the scar and I had that same thought. I'm like that's cheesy. And then I was like, oh wait a minute. But yeah, I watched each episode oh. Um, time. <laughs>
1: Uh, what was it? And, and no, Victorian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe he might show up later, or maybe they just like excise his character t- uh, altogether.
0: So Victorian's the one who is always reading the books and stuff, right? He's in the. Is that him?
1: Victorian's the one who's. He's like,
0: the uncle. That's. Is he the one that's always reading, and he's always like away in his castle reading like histories and stuff? No, no,
1: no. Victorian is the one who like the first chapter you read from him in the book is like he's him and his crew are taking over another ship. Mm-hmm. And like he like he beat his wife to death. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And, like, okay, that's, that's kind of right. like why he like sort of like I don't know if he's exiled, but like he's like that's the story on him. Like people yeah. don't really trust him, even though he's like I guess he's more of a good man now. Yeah. And like even though he beat his wife to death, I think
0: she like cheated on him. Or yeah, I'm like anyway. yeah. I feel like with uh, Euron, I think yeah. Like he yeah. has
1: like that's still fucked up. Yeah. But he has like a. Legitimate claim to yeah. beat the shit out of someone. It's Westeros. Who would you think like, was yeah. going to
0: happen, lady or a lady? You can't. You yeah, know. like yeah.
1: I don't. I don't condone beating women, but like <laughs> it's not like he just beat her to death because she fucking like burnt his bacon. Like she. He, she, she did which is
0: another shit. legitimate cause to beat a <laughs> woman to death. <laughs>
1: but um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm a big fan of his. I, I'm a. I'm a big fan of all of those Iron Island characters, which a lot of people weren't. A lot of people in, like a lot of readers, like I always see on Reddit, like they weren't fond of *A Feast for Crows*, and that's—it's hard to say it's one of my—it's hard to say it's one of my favorite books, but I like that book a lot. Like I, 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 I enjoyed the Iron Island stuff a lot, just because I love that. It was a bit of that internal comfort that you weren't getting from the other stories mm-hmm. as much at that time, because everyone's position has sort of changed. Where like, okay, so. John is the Lord Commander now, and mm-hmm. the Daenerys is
0: Queen of Marine, and yeah.
1: like the uh, Tywin is like pseudo king behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like the Lannisters had like everyone's position was kind of a little bit more firm, mm-hmm. and the Iron Islands was the only place where you were getting that like internal conflict between like who's who, like because like, the same thing yeah, yeah. like Stannis used to have is like I'm the legitimate uh, heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. That's what you were getting like from everybody in the Iron Islands. And
0: um, yeah, it's funny they don't want the Iron Throne; they want their sea stone chair. You know, it's yeah. like everyone else wants yeah, the yeah, Iron yeah, Throne. Like, they don't like, give a fuck about that. Yeah, shit. yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that's interesting because um, it just like it shows how like the politics of the rest of the world affect them, but it's also like they're very concerned about their own world, like first and foremost, and then they'll expand out. Like just like Yaro was saying, like how like no one respects them. Mm-hmm. And, like they might respect it for a while, and they just like stomp him out like yeah like, then they hey, forget about yeah <laughs> uh so yeah i don't know i i, I wish it was a little bit b- bigger deal like like i was totally captivated when i was reading those scenes in the in the book like i was like wow this is like really cool like like the horn and shit yeah. like, like wow yeah because like it, it's like it legitimizes his claim to being like him knowing because he 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 comes in and he's like i know everything like that's his whole pitch is like i'm I've studied, I've seen everywhere, I've been everywhere, I know more than anyone in the world kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, like having the horn, like, kind of legitimizes that. Like, oh, shit, this dude is the real deal. And, like, in the show, it's kind of just more, like, boasts yeah. that you believe because he's charismatic and because Theon is, like, like, he gets to insult Theon and he says that he killed Balon, so it's like, he's like, alright, yeah, this guy's a, a dick, but he he, he kind of like he, he paid the iron price for shit yeah yeah he's to, got a good point when he says yeah.
0: that yeah i played the iron price it's like oh he he's hitting where they live you yeah, know like, it's, yeah it's like it, it's <laughs> almost unfair that he yeah, had that yeah, up his yeah. sleeve yeah it really is yeah um, when he said that i was like oh because at first i i wasn't sure how it was going to go but because you know the tv's different but i thought maybe they'd have some kind of claim against him or like seize him or something he killed balon and he's like no i paid the iron price and everyone's like yeah and i was like oh shit they're fucked they got out of there though.
1: Yeah. Was was it just me, or did like I guess maybe because we didn't we didn't have any uh, King's Landing stuff this episode? I don't know. This episode felt short.
0: It was like it was only fifty two minutes. I guess. Oh, okay. okay yeah. It
1: felt like shorter. I guess that plays into it because we didn't have any like most episodes. You have every uh, yeah. area of the world, mm-hmm. um, which not, not necessarily a bad thing. It
0: just, stinks though because they could have used that time to. You know, I'm I'm happy I, I'm happy with the episode, but like you said, if you want to do something more with the Kingsmoot, it's like you had that time. Yeah, they had it. You know? yeah, there was space for it,
1: <laughs> yeah. space and opportunity. Um. So yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to talk about. Uh, so last week, uh, Tyrion made the deal. Well, I guess the leak. Uh, before we
0: go there though, just so you know, I I was happy with the TV adaptation with the mood, Though I, I I agree they could have done more, but I Literally, think I wasn't that they with yeah, it. yeah, yeah, it was just like because there's a lot of people that are like upon... crying, but yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think they did a bad job. It's just yeah, like
0: for TV. I mean,
1: I just felt like yeah, what I pictured yeah. like a much bigger deal. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not like criticizing it. Yeah. Beyond yeah. like like it was a well done scene. It's just like, mm-hmm. wasn't, but um, yeah. Like so, last week or the week before last, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. We had Tyrion like make the deal with the, uh, the Masters, and like, uh, I like that like that conflict between Tyrion and like. Sandai and Grey Worm, because like he's right, but also you totally get where they're coming from, mm-hmm. and it's also you. <clears throat> it's kind of like a privilege to have his perspective. You know what I mean? Like, um logically, everything he's saying is is entirely right, but you can't take the reason. Like, he can be emotionally detached from like slavery and shit like that is because he's never had to experience it. Like, like the, he makes the point like, oh, I was a slave for like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like for like two weeks. Yeah, like, yeah, that's she's like, yeah. And saying is like, that's not enough. Yeah. Like, you, you can't compare that to <laughs> Until a, lifetime. a lifetime. yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I, I, I agree. I really like that angle also because you have these people who were slaves and they have seen it firsthand their whole life. So there's no way they can like the slavers. But Tyrion, on the other hand, is like, listen, it's like war is terrible, slavery is terrible. I can't end them both right now, but yeah. you know, this is what we can do for now.
1: Yeah, politically, he like everything he's saying is a hundred percent like he's. He's right, but yeah. he's wrong emotionally. Like he, you, you have to expect them to feel to be there a, a bit of pushback because what they've been through. And then, like this week, that scene with Varys was fucking great. Because yeah, that's the only time you've ever seen Varys shaken. Yeah, like he's like holy shit. Because because even when he
0: he always in, holds I mean, all the cards. Yeah, yeah,
1: and then even in earlier seasons when he talked uh, talks about like uh, how he became who he is, he's a little bit like, you seem, he seems like he's um come to terms with it, so you can't hurt him with it. But I think the fact that she knows that, because <laughs> yeah. like a, a lot of, a lot of, one of the themes in the show is skepticism of religion or skepticism of magic being proven wrong uh, later on. And like he, because everyone's always skeptical of like, especially the red priest, of like their um they always think this is like trickery and then like the fact that she knows his history is like <laughs> yeah. eh, maybe this isn't trickery you know yeah, what I mean? And it, it still could because she could just like she could have just had a line mm-hmm. like a, a historical like a acquaintance with the guy the priest who did it to varus yeah, yeah like And his story just traveled down but the fact that um it seems like she has, like, she just legit somehow knows that. And
0: it's well, like, she said something to Tarion, too, that I didn't pick up the first time I watched it. Is really, and it was the second time. She said something about how he, he's like, she told him the story, but she goes, but you already heard that on the long road or long bridge to Volantis yeah, yeah. or whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, he kind of gives her a look, too. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, all right. All right.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, that kind of makes you wonder, like, I mean, you're always wondering, in reverse, what the fuck is he hiding, <laughs> yeah. but... Now I'm really wondering. Like, I want to know where that's gonna go. Like, yeah. Um, like, is it gonna be? Is it gonna? Is it gonna be like a whole door type revelation about how, how Varys came to be? Uh, Varys, you know what I mean? And yeah. like, what his, what his total end game is? Because, because uh, Varys obviously has an agenda, but he's not like a so, uh, sold to the highest bidder type yeah. of agenda. He's more of a like, whoever he thinks has the best claim, like. Not the best claim, but, like, as the best chance, whoever he believes in, I guess.
0: Well, he always says he wants what's best for the realm, it seems, too. And, you know, when we come into even the beginning in Game of Thrones, the first book of the first season, it's just just unrest. Everything seems to be okay at the time, but there's a lot of stuff underneath. And, obviously, you know, people like him picked up on that. And, you know, I think that's why he's trying to get Daenerys there, because he knows that she could kind of restore everything back to the way it should be. Yeah. But then again, you don't know, obviously, if there's another motive, too. That's the thing. Yeah, because, like,
1: yeah. his his only motive can't be what's best for the realm. Because, no, like, no one in that world has that motive. It's that pure, yeah. 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 Like, because everyone has a personal attachment, like, a reason for doing something. Like, uh, even Tyrion, like, has it's all personal. Like, mm-hmm. when it, like, Jon Snow, it's personal. Everyone's got a personal, like, yeah even like Arya's <clears throat> Arya's initial reason for joining the Faceless Man is entirely personal and then her struggle over the last like ha- let's say like over the last season but not like full season but I'm talking about like from like the last half of that season mm-hmm. to now is her having to remove her emotional uh, attachment to like the world in order to become a Faceless Man. It's like Buddhism. Yeah and it's like <laughs> That's a struggle because, like, the only reason she ever wanted to become an assassin <laughs> yeah. is so she could kill the people she wanted to kill who, like, just, like, tore apart her family. And now she has to be like, oh, no. I, <laughs> uh, no, I don't care about that anymore. <laughs> I just want to kill whoever the fuck like, in the face of the Whoever you tell me to. Yeah. I thought that scene was really cool. The, um,. The shakespearean play, yeah that play yeah that we could really talk well about done. that that was that yeah. was fun
0: especially her you know cuz like i said i watched it twice i just watched it last night so at first she's laughing and she's like oh yeah this is funny but then they show a character who's her dad and she's like oh wait a minute and then she's looking around at everybody like what the fuck like, yeah you know? and
1: um and they, and they they played him as a total buffoon yeah and uh somebody made a point that um online and uh and i think it was like a a recap that ultimately ned was kind of a buffoon because like he wasn't an outright idiot in terms of like knowledge and education and intelligence but he was an idiot in for believing in the goodness of man which is kind little of a, finger i mean he, yeah you know, like he, it's kind of like a dark it's kind of like a cynical look at the world but it's as western is a pretty cynical world but yeah. it's like you were a fool before believing that you could trust people. You know what I mean? Except for the people that you've always trusted. hmm And uh, it was a good point. But, um, yeah, it, it's interesting to see, like, her... Uh, and uh, how they portrayed... Somebody, they also made a point that in reviews like, um, it's interesting to see how the other world sees the... Uh, sees the goings-on of, of, of West Westeros. Else, because, yeah. like, the characters all have a little twist to them. Obviously, they played for comedy, but even, like, Cersei's character was, like, was not totally an ass. Like she was, a, she was much more like reasonable and like more like in, innocent, like yeah, and her like and Joffrey. Joffrey was, yeah. yeah, Joffrey wasn't a total bad. Like, yeah,
0: they made they made Tyrion look like he was the bad guy. Yeah, Tyrion yeah.
1: was the one who seemed like to be the the <laughs> the cackling evil mastermind. Yeah. While Cersei and Joffrey just seemed to be like good people. See, well, like more or less good people.
0: I wonder if that's. It, that makes me wonder if there was like some kind of uh, propaganda spread out by Cersei, like when because she's looking for the imp, totally you know what I mean? The, like maybe yeah, yeah, that, that, all those stories circulating, you know, like making her and Joffrey look innocent. I don't know. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, so I thought that scene was really good. And then um, I just love how much that girl who's uh, Jockins. Um, oh, I guess, yeah. The other faces. Charge, yeah. He, how much she hates Arya, like beyond <laughs> just like. Cause she's not just being a. I think I've said this in another episode, but like she's not just being, uh, stern in order to aid <laughs> yeah. Arya's training. She really doesn't want her to be there. Like yeah. I think she's afraid that Arya's going to take her place. Uh, yeah,
0: she's a badass though, man. When they were doing, she put her stick down. They were doing the hand to hand kind of combat, I man. She's just wrecking her. It's
1: funny because I was talking about then last she's episode. rope a dope
0: like boxing at the end. Yeah, she-
1: <laughs> she's got hands. She hit her with the uppercut. Cause at last episode I was talking about how like. How Arya defeated her in with the, the staff combat. Yeah. And like she was like, fuck. And then this week she's like, I, I want to show you what I'm really capable of. <laughs> yeah, I was holding she back. Destroyed her. Um <clears throat> so a lot of people say like they're bored with Arya as a character, and I was like, I don't I don't understand it. because like, I think it's because she's totally detached from what's going on uh across the sea. But I think just as a character study it's fascinating because like I said, her story is totally about having to having to remove yourself from everything that you care about in order to not only to to survive in this world, but to also to become the person you want to be and to find a purpose in life. It's like, And that's it's, you got to also remember, like, this is like she's not like 25 years old. She's like what? I was like 10 or 11 or 12 or something mm-hmm. like that. So she she she's she's having a very adult uh, pro- like oh, yeah. I always say like Ari is probably my one of my favorite characters in the history of literature mm-hmm. just because like her whole story is about having to deal with super adult situations at the youngest ages, like you can imagine, and like having to like lose some of what she was, like because she's like more or less a royal, yeah, royal kid, yeah,
0: she grew up there yeah. and,
1: and she became like, and I guess it plays into her character because she was always kind of like a rough house, mm-hmm. uh, tomboy, but, like, she had to become, like, she was living on the streets and, like, mm. eating yeah. and shit, like, when she went to fucking Harrenhal, she was, like, under, like, the Tickler's, uh, fucking, um...
0: Yeah, uh, Commander. Tor- yeah, yeah, yeah it's, like, it, yeah. having
1: to, like, be broken down enti- And that's, that's kind of the true of um, a lot of the Stark, well, all the Stark kids, really. It's, like, having to be broken down to, like, nothing from, like, this, this high right, seat. But, yeah. like, Arya is the youngest of that. And, like, <clears throat> she has no resources but herself. Like, Bran has Hodor to to guide her and uh, guide him and like uh, Asha the Wildling before she separated with Rickon and like he's got all these people like kind of helping him along the way like Jojen and Mira. Yeah like the support crew. Arya was on her own for most of that like she she had the Hound for a little bit of time and she had um, Jock and at, at, at different points but it was mostly her just having to have the wits yeah. and like the the, the determinations to, to make it through and that's why i think she's fascinating because like it's this 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 is the probably the hardest part for her is like she she wants to avenge her family but like she might never get to do that because if she totally becomes no one then she's just only working for the many faced god and not for like her own aims yeah and i feel like this obviously there might i feel like her story is going to be like she's going to betray that at some point. Like just like you said, um, an earlier episode, like she hit needle away. So like yeah. there's a part of her that still isn't 100 percent, uh, dedicated to Into, that lifestyle. Yeah, like she's not
0: drinking the Kool Aid the full. Yeah, whole yeah, day. but um, yeah, she, she's def-
1: she, she definitely doing enough.
0: I wanted to kind of bring up when you talk about her too is from the start she was an outcast even as a you know high up. She's a real tomboy, and then, you know, her friend she's playing swords with gets killed by the hound, and then her she has to throw rocks at her, her yeah, like, tire every, wolf. Everything she's ever loved, you she's had to be I mean? separated yeah.
1: from and like, any, like, <laughs> super difficult ways. Like you said, like, she had to, like...
0: She watches, she basically watches Ned get killed. She goes to uh, the twins, right, you know, she's about to see her mom and her brother, and then yeah, they get time, slaughtered, yeah, you know, it's like...
1: She's close to getting what she yeah. wants. To get, like, even, like, even very early on, like, <laughs> even before Ned gets killed, like... All she ever wanted to do was learn how to sword fight, and then her fucking her water dancing teacher gets killed. Like yeah. so, from the very start, everything she loves is being yeah. taken away. Maybe
0: <laughs> they yeah. don't show it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool if he comes back. Like everyone's him favorite yeah. theory
1: is that he's still alive. Yeah, yeah I would love that. Yeah. to be honest, or he's Jocelyn or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's one of um. But uh, yeah, like everything she loves is getting taken away. Like I think it's just fascinating, like to show her like perseverance, like mm-hmm. like, and he's like the only it's very dark but the only thing that she had to keep her going was like the the, the list right? yeah the list of like <laughs> the people she's gonna kill um yeah yeah so yeah i, I don't know people who says like like uh, like somebody on twitter was like yeah I, this is a lot of stuff i don't need this episode the season of game of thrones like Arya's story to just get rid of that entirely like how do you not see <laughs> how, how are you a
0: game of thrones fan <laughs> like come on yeah i think she, yeah <laughs> she's
1: my favorite character uh
0: yeah, even for someone who's th- that maybe she's not their favorite character, which I understand why she is. But some people, you know, but yeah, I, even, she's he's still he's a great story like, it's, character. It's a
1: great story being told with that character, even if yeah. it's not your favorite. Like yeah. it's it's a great job of storytelling and like uh, like over time. Yeah. Um,
0: and it's I mean, really they really don't show too much of her. You know, they they do. I think that's one thing they do do a good job in the TV show. They kind of balance out everything. You know, so it's not too much of one particular storyline once in a while but you know yeah only they, when necessary it's not like
1: it's not like you're getting half an episode of Arya stuff yeah aria's stories usually take max max 10 minutes of an episode mm-hmm. um yeah what was i was gonna say i guess so we talked about okay so we talked talk about john John uh, and stuff at the wall and shit. So um oh yeah oh yeah so well yeah because even um Arya's relationship with like Sansa was always strained. Where like Sansa didn't really like her because she wasn't very girly and they had a bad relationship. Because somebody was talking about last week about how before last week John and Sansa had never spoken in the show. Like they didn't Mm -hmm. have didn't share one line. And and Sansa had talked about it last week about how like she said yeah I treated you. That was a terrible (laughs) I was terrible to you like he's like, yeah, you were.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was a great scene. Dude, I'm- There were kids, though, you know, so that's- Well, that's what John's saying. Part but, of it. But
1: she, he's right in saying that she was kind of, like- Yeah, she was a, kid, a bitch, you but,
0: be, you know, when you're younger, your sisters and your brothers, you, I mean, yeah, she was probably pretty horrible to him because yeah, she's like, a it's, bastard. It's, but,
1: it's, you can see both sides of yeah, it.
0: Yeah, she was probably taken after her mother, too, because Lady yeah. Caitlin fucking hated Jon uh, Snow, so.
1: I, dude, when, the scene when Sansa walks through the gates of Winterfell- I mean, uh, through the the gates of Castle Black, I got fucking chills, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't think it was, think it was ever going to happen. I feel yeah. like because after
0: and right up top of the episode, like right in the beginning of the episode, it happens too. Yeah, because you
1: know? at the end of episode three, John like uh, kills the Thorne and like all He's like, I'm out of here. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. So I'm thinking like he's going to hit the road and like they're going to pass by each other, like <laughs>
0: yeah. typical Game th- of Thrones th- th- as fashion.
1: Soon as, as soon as yeah, as soon as like like kind of like when Arya is about to go see Rob, and yeah, then that yeah. get taken away. So I think it's gonna be like and oh. like
0: Brand. It's they, they did the same thing with Brand and John, uh, north of the wall yeah. too. Crasters, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: So I'm thinking like Sansa's gonna show up, and then they're like, "Oh, John just left," and it's like, just "Fuck." Missed him. So I was like, "Oh my God, yeah. they got the reunion." And it's like, it's um it's heartwarming because like like we were just saying, like they were saying in the show, they never had a strong relationship, but like. This is the only person in the world like you've ever known. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of like even if even if Sansa and John weren't close, there's circumstances that they're like the way their lives have changed yeah. since the last time they've seen each other. Of like, yeah, they're just, you love them more be, than, yeah. like this kind of made their relationship stronger. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. this is, it had to go this way for it to happen. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's life.
0: <laughs> it kind of it kind of reminds me of like uh, when I was in the Marines and say I was in boot camp. And two of us from boot camp went on to a different school, but we didn't really know each other. But we were in the same boot camp, so we just like clicked together. And at that new school, And we were just like best friends because of it. You know, it's we like had that when you thing go to a common. foreign country, and yeah, there's like one American, you meet another American. Like yeah. this
1: might, might be a person you would hate. Entirely. Yeah, Donald Trump. No. Yeah, like, but yeah, like, just like you, if you were in America, you probably wouldn't like this person at all. Never speak to him. But like, there's a, there's a, he's a unity. Yeah, the camaraderie. And like, we're the only ones of our kind here. Yeah. Like, we gotta stick together.
0: Yeah, so there's a little bit of that, <laughs> plus blood. But, yeah, um, and it's funny because when, when Littlefinger says to Sansa, I guess we can go there, but he said to uh, – when he's walking away, he says, half-brother. I, I just wanted to say, cousin. I was like, cousin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I, like, it, it's funny that, like, he tries to play up the half-brother thing and is like, what does that matter now? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if, even if he – their relationship is – like you can't really break that relationship down now. Yeah, I mean, obviously Sansa might be doing a little bit of that by not telling John everything that she knows.
0: Yeah, that's I want to kind of get into that, especially with Littlefinger. Do you, do you think he's because his intentions have never been pure in the show? You know what I mean? So do you think he actually had a moment, or is, is he still having ulterior motives? Because I'm getting mixed from what I'm reading online. Like some people are in his camp and they think that he's is he's um, being honest and true and he's not I don't think he's to being honest something. and true at all yeah, because like he's, he's still
1: manipulating Um, what's that kid's name <clears throat> yeah Um, from the veil yeah and then like even the scene when he shows back up in the veil and then like um.
0: well yeah I mean, he's still being a scumbag but people think he's being a scumbag to them to try to be good to Sansa whereas I think he still so, has something else but, 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 but what I'm saying is oh. <laughs> I
1: think that just that scene illustrates for me that yeah. he's a scumbag <laughs> yeah, through yeah. and through still yeah because yeah he could have he could have gotten the veil on his side without being a scumbag. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. because obviously that dude came out and was like, oh, what? Where did you go? What happened? But he could have been a little bit more amiable and still got what he wanted out of it. But yeah,
0: what was his name? Um,
1: I can't fucking remember. I'm
0: so what we're talking about for uh, for the listeners, the part where, uh, Baelish brings uh, the hawk for um, the Lord of the Lord of the Veil. Vale.
1: Yeah, and then the who's Aaron,
0: like, um, Lisa Aaron's son. What's it? it uh, <laughs>
1: I keep wanting. To say, it's not John Aaron because John Aaron was the. father. No, John the Aaron's name. the father. Uh, Corey.
0: <laughs> Corey B. Aaron.
1: Uh, it's fucking Derek or whatever his name is. So
0: him and and then the um, the guy who's fostering him. Yeah Who's one of the great lords Of the veil He basically treats him like Oh should we throw him Through the moon door and Yeah, he, yeah. Like, Dude, He's like what the fuck He I, went from being in charge Of the whole situation To about to be thrown Out the moon door It's like, like Dude
1: I haven't even been here You haven't been here For five minutes You yeah. want to throw
0: me Out the moon door Yeah He's like I, I used to wipe your ass And make sure you know Your family was I don't know I guess he didn't do A good job of Watching his family's back
1: I mean so I, Yeah I think I think, um, <laughs> I think uh, Littlefinger's up to something. Ames are always to get closest to the seat of power. I don't think he's ever like 100% genuinely supportive of someone for yeah. just um totally <clears throat> uh genuine reasons. Like I think he's always got an ulterior motive.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way.
1: I love the uh Do you,
0: no, so do you think that's why cuz he brings so he brings up the blackfish. Yeah. Who's uh is a big character in the book. And and I'm wondering why he brought that up. There's a reason. And then he says that, and then he says half brother. So I don't know if he, because he's at Mo Caitlin, and if the Blackfish does want to come, you know, they're going to have to go through Mo Caitlin. You Mm -hmm. know, so maybe that's kind of his angle. You know,
1: could be. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not sure what his angle is totally yet, but I think he definitely has an angle. Um, And uh, because
0: they still think in King's Landing, they still think he's loyal kind of right they don't really
1: yeah i think they kind of still think he's on there
0: yeah they know yeah. that he left with oh no they don't know that he took sansa yeah so they don't know they think he's just out there being lord of the Vale, um or you know in that area
1: i love the torment and uh <laughs> <Yeah>. brienne <laughs> relationship <laughs> or lack thereof um it just gets be like do you think brienne's a virgin She's gotta be right. Yeah. Oh they,
0: yeah, she is. She's a maiden. Because they. Oh yeah, they did. They did th- say yeah. Him. Yeah.
1: It's just. That's interesting. <laughs> like because like, I feel like part of her revulsion of from torment is just like that kind of like juvenile like I don't like boys yet, yeah kind yeah. of uh, energy and also like that dude's a dirty <laughs> he's a monster dirty wildling.
0: I think she's. I think they're gonna end up hooking up though. I, oh yeah. I, I think they're, like you they're said. They're foreshadowing yeah. it. Like it's. Yeah. It's clear. She's I, pretending to not like him. but yeah, yeah, I, she, think, I don't yeah. think she's ever had a guy like her before. Exactly. really. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. He is fucking smitten. <laughs> yeah. Like he's never seen a more <laughs> desirable creature. What
0: a power couple, man! You. Not, yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna bring them down. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Um. That look he gives her in <laughs> that <Yeah. laughs> this past episode. Beautiful. Beautiful stuff. Um. Yeah. I, I. I. I hope that happens. Yeah. I think. I, I think it's clearly going to happen. Just the way they're like, this sort sort of foreshadowing it. But yeah. And they all hit the road together. so yeah.
0: You know what happens on the road. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's where. Uh, that's where John Snowford's got a piece of the piece of the action. With um. What's her fucking name? Egret. Oh yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah. T- um. Somebody was saying on Twitter that they think the way John's behaving that he might end up uh, forming an alliance with Ramsey for the future, like in terms of like uh, facing the White Walkers, like because like the way he came back from death, he's less of a fighter now and he's kind of mm-hmm. like, he's changed. So he sees like, and it it, it, it would kind of like be in line with like the show, uh, separate <clears throat> your expectations. Like you think he's going to go ready for war and then he, kind of um
0: yeah he's, he it seems like he's looking at the bigger picture kind yeah of. well that's actually brings up something that i uh i wrote down that i brianne said that i thought was really funny when she was talking to Sansa, and she said that um she said that john was a bit brooding <laughs> and then she goes i guess considering what he's been through yeah it's expected yeah <laughs> you know like at first she's like oh yeah i guess he's been dead and now he's alive again so
1: <laughs> um uh, name, uh, Brian, we're talking about John.
0: Podrick. Oh, no, no. Um,
1: no. <laughs> so yeah, I think, uh, yeah, John's definitely someone who looks at the, the bigger picture. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, this reminds me how much I'm ups- upset that they, uh, they killed off, uh, Osha the wildling mm-hmm. so quickly. Yeah. Cause it was like,
0: it was like the wolf dying. They just,
1: yeah, it was like, it's just so fast, they just did away with her, and I guess th- that would just that was done to serve how, like, you can't really get one over on Ramsey, but it was just like I liked her a lot. And it's like, and the thing what especially upset me was not even that they killed her so fast, is that that was her more or less her first scene that she's been like, I like, guess you had the short scene where they like show that they captured uh, Rickon and her but like that was her first scene where she did anything and like she's immediately killed in over like we haven't seen her in over a season mm-hmm. and now it's like okay let's just get rid yeah, of her
0: yeah I was very shocked I was very surprised by that I didn't um, think it was gonna go down that way I guess that's that is one good thing about it even though it was quick it was very surprising you know I didn't yeah I knew something was gonna happen but ugh.
1: which I guess now brings us to no let's talk about Kings Landing from last episode then we get to the baby. yeah there you go um
0: I still think it's, like, the comedy... Well, it's starting to get more serious now, but for a while, it was, like, comedy relief. Like, in the beginning of the the season, a little bit...
1: Yeah, with, like, Mason Pycelle and... Uh, yeah, they're,
0: they're with Pycelle and walking around with the mountain and stuff, and they go to the, the small chamber... Or the small council meeting, and they just get laughed at, you know?
1: No, yeah, it's been great, um... Because... I still don't trust that fucking, uh... The High Sparrow.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... We should talk about that, because... He seems like... He is drinking the Kool-Aid, and he really, you know, by telling those stories. But obviously, he could just be spinning tables. Yeah, like
1: I, I, I don't know if I said this to Andy. Like,
0: he might be a real fanatic. You know, he might yeah, be.
1: I don't know if I said this in private conversation or if I said this on the podcast last time. But he he's a guy. It's, like, unfair that he has all the cards in terms of, like, religious shit. Because, like, he could just – Because – By all intents and purposes, he could just make up the rules as he goes along. Like he's like, "Oh no, you haven't completely oh yeah uh, repented." He's like, "How, dude? Like (laughs) I fucking bared my soul and my body through the streets of like. There's no way, like, for Cersei. There's no way you could embarrass her more than like, because it's not even just about showing off her body. It's about having to like we said about the Stark children, having me torn down from the highest seat of power possible to being, like, lower than, like... Yeah, like a when joke, When the lowest basically. people on, the, on yeah. the face of the earth are throwing shit at you and showing you their dick, you can't be lower, like, to, to yeah. remove her her status. And then he's like, oh, no, there's still more you have to do. He's like, no, there's not more I have to do. Like, how do you have... How do you get to be the the fucking arbiter of this shit? Like, where did you get that power? And I feel like that's kind of what leads me to believe, like, he's got, what's his motive, like, is he just purely a fanatic, which is interesting in its own right, or does he have another motive, which is interesting in its own right? Yeah, that's what I like. Because, like, he's kind of, like, he's kind of wielding a lot of power and and not in a totally um, graceful way. Like, you know what I mean, like, as a a man of god you think he would be a little bit more like i guess maybe because he's he he's playing the game a little bit too mm-hmm. like i feel like as much as he's pious he's also like totally um i don't know if he's like street smart you know yeah. what i mean like he's got a little bit of a yeah an he edge.
0: like he does know how to play the game he's bringing that he must be bringing that from his past life before he became a sparrow Yeah, and he's used to dealing with those people
1: so i'm interested in to see how that plays out I, I guess, like, <clears throat> it's obviously not going to go well for the Lannisters when they try to strike at the High Spiral next week. Like, I just, there's no way it goes well. And you well. think
0: that's the Tyrell army that they showed? Because they... I believe so. Yeah.
1: Because uh, yeah, they were talking about how they need the Tyrell numbers mm-hmm. and shit, and, like, they kind of convinced uh, Olena yeah. to um, lend her Yeah, it was a good forces. scene, too. Yeah, that was a great season. Uh, season. Scene. Yeah, um,
0: the, where they went kind of from a joke to being taken seriously yeah. and like they sit back down you know and they're yeah, like, okay like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah
0: yeah um oh what a crazy fucking show uh
1: so yeah i guess we now we gotta get to uh the man of the hour <laughs> young hodor yeah rest in peace yeah
0: I, I i uh i i still don't i watched it twice i still not quite sure what the fuck happened Do i mean do you have a grip on exactly what happened in that scene or do you think it's still kind of left open a little bit
1: All right, so this is sort of my. This is something I read online, and it it makes sense to me. Like, this is the most sensible explanation: is that when Bran, Bran is green seeing with the three eyed Raven. Yes, and he's in the past. So, and we learned in the previous episode that when he's in the past, people he can influence. His environment, like when he calls out to Ned and Ned turns around, mm-hmm. like he, yeah, I mean he he can interact with that Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. So this someone I can't remember who said it online, but the belief was that when he's being called from the present to uh, like warg into to Hodor, mm-hmm. he the closest Hodor to him at that time is the Hodor of the past. Mm-hmm. So he wargs into him. And then – like, so like, so, it's kind of like he's working to both at the same time. Mm-hmm. So then when they're calling out, hold the door, like, it's – he's now all of a sudden, uh, uh, like, Hodor from the past, Willis, is hearing these voices that he can't explain. And that's kind of what causes the seizure in him to become, like, mentally impaired. So it's like
0: – Which causes him to be the person he is. So that's yeah. another crazy thing. And it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a loop where it's yeah. like
1: – it's kind of a thing where, like, he was always destined to be Hodor. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they were saying, like, in the last scene – Brands no longer warged into Hodor. So it's like, Hodor is like kind of like deliberately um, in full control of his mind, uh, fulfilling his destiny because he, like, because that's what all he's ever supposed to be was hold the door. Yeah, it was kind of like, it's totally fucked up because, like, uh, Devin Farachi was saying on his, uh, he wrote a piece about it. It just like, it kind of, it illustrates one of the themes of the show, which is like, the small people, like the th- the larger picture and like the larger game of the show, be affecting smaller characters who who aren't totally involved in that in ways that they can't even imagine. And like it's like like a greater good uh, situation where it's like terrible things kind of have to happen in order for the greater good mm-hmm. to like be achieved, and it, which it's just fucked up. Yeah. But it's like that's the way
0: Well it's kinda like the same thing the Red Priest says to Varys. Like if you if your manhood wasn't cut off and thrown in the fire, you, you wouldn't be so smart and you wouldn't be here. You know? Yeah, like, it's like it's it's <laughs> kinda like a
1: really unfortunate tragedy. Like like Yeah. Because I'm, I'm somebody was talking about how um I was reading a piece on Hodor as a character and they were saying like in the earlier <clears throat> earlier season Brand was described. It might have even just been in the book, but I, I remember it like the Brand was describing Hodor, and he was like, like once he once he's taught how to do something, he learns it, and he like he's prof- like super great at it. And like he was saying, like in another life you could have been, uh, in another life you could have been uh he says another life you could have been a knight, a knight, yeah. But the old gods, um, but something about like how unfortunately the old gods had like other plans for you, and it's like it turns out like
0: that was the main he's plan. He's the like, old gods, like yeah. you know what I
1: mean in the. Um, like more or less, he 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 thinks it's like it's like this grand um. Like he ended up being the one that changed Hodor's life, and he doesn't even know it. Yeah, until now, obviously. Yeah, and they were talking about um, just like there's somebody said, essentially, Brand experienced death three times in that scene because Summer dies and he has, like, that connection with Summer. Like, it's not, like, a connection, like, just, like, a friendship, but, like, he's warped into Summer, so he knows... So, Summer dies, the Three-Eyed Raven dies, and Hodor dies, and he's been inside of these... Like, he's lived as these people Mm -hmm. before. So, like, so much tragedy happening at one time. So, like, I I said on uh, my Twitter, like, I had an issue with the... um, the three-eyed raven stuff, and my issue is this: What has Bran learned beyond? So, so by traveling into the past via green seeing, he has learned that he can influence the past, but that was all done by mistake, more or less. Like it, it was all done against the three-eyed ravens. Well, wishes yeah, or like um, plan for what brand? Like, I said that was like his his big plan was like for Brand to fuck up and learn that way, but I don't think that was his plan. Um, what has Brand learned? He's not like he he getting green see, but he always kind of knew he was able to do that when he met Jojen. Mm-hmm. He's been there for let's say a let's say a year, maybe more. He, he's been there for a while. What has he directly learned from the Three-Eyed Raven? I feel like they haven't expounded on what like what. He's taught him directly. He's 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 um he's trained him in his ability to green sea, but what has he taught him? Because, mm. like at the end you know at the end of, on HBO Glow they'll do like stay tuned for more and the 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 showrunners will kinda expound on like pivotal scenes. And they're saying like in that last moment, uh the three eyed Raven is uploading like, brand with all this information that, like, he needs for the future. And it's like, but that doesn't come across on the screen at all because on the screen, all we see is that they're in, they're still in that scene in the past. Yeah. And you, and you don't see, like, watching. you don't even see, like, a particular strain on the Three eyed Ravens' face where he's, like, like, you don't see, like, it would be interesting if they were just in, like, a, um, I mean, obviously, we don't get the Hodor scene if that happens, but if they're in, like, some, some, like, realm together. Like and they're like kind of like eye to eye and they're like he's focusing on it because like you don't get that at all. You just see Brand seeing the Hodor thing happen and then the Raven just like kind of sitting back like all right, yeah, you're gonna learn this now.
0: Yeah, and even before that it was just his dad saying goodbye to his brother, like it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, you don't
1: you don't really get like what he's teaching him, and I'm not I'm not saying he didn't teach him anything, but it's not on the screen at all. Like it might yeah they, they might.
0: I mean, he might wake up with a bunch of information, and and you know they f- might flash back to it or something.
1: Because he's like, it's time for you to become me, and it's like, by watching Hodor become <laughs> <laughs> Hodor, yeah. like what, like what do you? I just, I, I just want to know, like, because they use Max Van Sydow was one of the greatest actors to ever live, and they use him for f- what four or five episodes, <laughs> and then they just kill him off, and it's like, what has he done? He just sat in the chair and.
0: Maybe, well, maybe they're just, they have more to reveal. That's what I'm hoping. Maybe he brought him to there because he knew about the Hodor thing. That's what I was going to bring up because remember before when he said, he goes, oh, my God, when he first goes back in the into the past, he's like, Hodor was a normal person, and he, like, brings it up, and the Three-Eyed Raven was kind of like, ugh, you know, like didn't want to talk about oh, yeah, it really. I'm,
1: I, I'm 100% sure that he knew about the Hodor thing. Like, he mm-hmm. knows how Hodor came to be because, like, he's, I feel like he's seen the entirety of human history play out. But you don't get any of him
0: Yeah. like t- you, student you, teacher. Yeah, of. you don't you
1: don't get any like like lessons. Like you don't you don't see him giving Brandon lessons. He just you just see him taking him into the past like kind of like a hands-on training thing. But even in those scenes, he's limited on what Brandon's able to do. He just wants him to sit back and watch and it's like that may be important for what Brand now Brand has certain knowledge about certain situations but you've only seen three scenes one is the scene where his, you know, his brother is leaving, I mean his father and like they're meeting up and leaving or whatever, then the scene at the Tower of Joy and then the Hodor scene, how is that gonna turn <laughs> Brand into the three eyed rape? like yeah. he's he's clearly gonna play a, a huge role in the end game of the show, what did those three scenes tell him about what he needs to know for the future uh, beyond that the tower, like, that John is probably um, Liana and Rhaegar's daughter. I mean, daughter, son, and <laughs> si, uh, child. It's just,
0: John of Snow. <laughs>
1: and that Hodor was kind of his fault. Like, it, it shows him that he's able to kind of manipulate the past, but he kind of learned that on his own unless that was the, the Three-Eyed Ravens' grand plan. But he could have just told him that from the jump. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't, I just don't know. Like it yeah. just seems like uh, Th- there's something they didn't definitely flesh missing. Out entirely yeah. what the three-eyed Raven? Because like I see the three-eyed Raven as like possibly the most powerful character in that world, and you don't get to see any of that beyond just his ability to look into the past. Because like the three-eyed Raven kn- knew all along that he could interact with the people in the past. So like I mean I guess there's, <laughs> there's you know it's five more episodes of the season, so you, 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 there's an opportunity for them to flesh out what. Might have happened then, but we just haven't seen it yet. And mm-hmm. I just like, I feel like it's kind of underwhelming in terms of like, cause I feel like, like I said, I feel like the 3 eyed Raven is the most important, most powerful character in that show because, like he said, he's seen thousands of years, years of yeah. history play out. So he, he, he no, know no one knows more than him. So, how much did he impart that knowledge onto Brand? And also, like I said, very upset that Summer is dead.
0: Yeah, I'm really upset about that. That um, was a waste.
1: Very upset that all the children are now dead. Yeah,
0: that stinks.
1: Uh, I mean, well, in theory, there might be more out there, but like, it well, like, yeah,
0: because they're. Oh, that's something I wanted to kind of go ahead. Though, finish your point, and then. Oh
1: I mean, yeah, that seemed like the last haven for the children was that place. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there was like the underground tunnels and so stuff. There might be other places they could be, but I feel, I feel like that was it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So I was like, I just like there's a lot, just like. For Fell apart in that last episode. Not not negatively. I'm just saying, like in terms of like the history of the world, a lot it was lost.
0: Mm-hmm. So the the what I wanted to bring up was they show how the children of the forest make the first White Walker, mm-hmm. or the I guess they or whoever he's the king, and all the stones are arranged in such a way around the tree where they make the guy the first Walker. And I was watching this video and they pointed out that when in the beginning, when the um in the first scene in the beginning of the whole series, when they show they come across the wilding bodies; they're, yeah, arranged, they're arranged the, the same
1: they, like, way. The same thing with the horse heads when they go up to uh past, yeah, yeah, past the wall.
0: So I'm wondering if that means that either uh where those spots were, maybe they made people a White Walker. Like maybe Benjen was made into one at a scene like that, or or something like that. And That maybe that's where the king's, uh the the Nights King and all those guys or his buddies that's they were made like that. You know, I'm wondering if that's, yeah, yeah. that's that was like the um. The uh, recipe for that,
1: yeah, because like, what does that represent? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean for those other scenes? Mm-hmm. If we see that that's a place where, like, because like, does that mean like the children have been there, or does that mean that just the White Walkers have been there because they've learned their ways from the children? Mm-hmm. And it's like somehow is
0: or maybe some maybe they were gone for thousands of years and somebody brought them back. Yeah, you know that could be, an, I mean probably not, but it could be another yeah. crazy thing.
1: Um. Also.
0: Because they find that cache it's, of Obsidian, too. Yes. Yeah, in that area.
1: So there's a character called Cold Hands in the books. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they haven't used him at all yet. And I feel like there's a, if there's a time he's going to show up, this is the best possible. My my friend uh, Mike said this on Twitter. But he was like, this is the best possible time for him to show up. Because Hodor maybe spares them two minutes max before they're going to get caught. Like, Mira's not that strong. And those fucking um
0: the zombie guys. Those, just, yeah the yeah. zombie
1: whites were s- incredibly fast like, the way they got those in those tunnels so fast so they they're, they're going to catch up they would catch up to them so there's got to be there's got to be somebody who's going to help them get away from them because and also they're out in the cold and uh the white walkers have like no they don't get cold they don't get <laughs> tired you know what yeah. I mean so i think this is going to be a time somebody say it's either Benjen is either Benjin or cold hands is going to have to show up now to, to kind of help them along because They're they're stuck. Yeah, they are stuck. They they, they got nowhere to go, because like the wilderness is the Night King's kind of like the White Walkers' playground. Like they're everywhere. So, uh, so I mean, obviously it's going to be playing to prelude. So I just I just wonder how they're going to get them to safety and where. Yeah, that's a a good point. Even if Cold Hand shows up to like pull the sled, they still have to get somewhere. (laughs) Like you can't just walk forever until they get to Castle Black or whatever
0: especially with those guys on their back yeah, exactly. yeah. it's gonna be interesting
1: uh yeah i'm, I'm just I just really want to know what like what his brand' learned and like how is he's gonna use this knowledge going forward, and it's also been interesting like it doesn't seem like his character but has the has the three eye raven manipulated the past and his on his own like on his own like what what i don't know I, I'm really interested in seeing like what green scene means for the show because like yeah. we haven't totally seen it
0: yeah and especially the scene at the tower of joy you think they're going to show Jon Snow you know and then they don't and now it seems like he can't go back unless I I, I think though if he touches anywhere with tree yeah, I think he, he can. He can re- yeah, through anywhere, yeah with tree, but so like, he could still do it
1: <clears throat> it's like also like what what the fuck does that knowledge mean like even if okay he finds out that Jon is a Targaryen so what you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, also makes him a legitimate stark. Mm-hmm. But it's like, um, until. Until he. Uh, a
0: legitimate heir to the Iron Throne, also.
1: Yeah, Bran will also have to get that knowledge into somebody's hands who cares. And then, also, nobody cares anymore because even the people who've had legitimate claims to the throne have been like, the Lancers aren't going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: well, it might matter to in the grand picture, Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, I mean, but,
1: I mean, there are no two characters further apart than Daenerys yeah, yeah, and uh, Bran right now. So, yeah, I just I'm, I'm just interested to see where that goes. Yeah, because no, I think no, it's yeah. one of the most the magic is some of the most interesting parts of the show because they keep it so uh, limited. Like if 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 this was if this was like a harry potter type world where magic was prevalent then the magic stuff wouldn't be as interesting like and i say that the magic and harry potter is interesting but like the scarcity of it is what kind of makes it super mm-hmm. interesting because it's like the these are not only are we seeing the magic come back into this world but we're also like the characters also see the magic coming the so they're kind of coming to terms with the same way we're coming to terms with it mm-hmm. so yeah
0: but pl- the other thing about the other thing i like about that um is that there's no character that seems to be have all power. You know, like, Daenerys, she doesn't burn, but she has to use that to her, her advantage. And, like, the Three-Eyed Raven, he knows all these things, but he couldn't stop himself from being killed. You know, like, Melisandre has these powers, but she chose the wrong guy. Like, there's still people. I love how yeah, they still the show the character like flaws. There's, yeah. There's,
1: yeah, you can't be all powerful with this. Yeah. That's, which reminds me... I would like to see the three-eyed Raven like not just get sliced in half. Yeah, I know. Like, I would, even if he doesn't like try to stop him from, you know, I, would, I would like him to say something to the Nights King or like mm-hmm. even have the Nights King say something that would have been because like
0: like an Obi Wan Darth Vader moment kind of like, at least something yeah, you know.
1: Because <laughs> even yeah, like, it, would, like yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. Obi Wan is like de- like yeah. strike me down, but yeah, yeah, become yeah. more powerful. Like that would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like because. Theoretically, that's what exactly what he's. Three-eyed up. Raven
0: wasn't much for words.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and like the Knight's King is much for easy because that'd be interesting to just have him say like four words because like he never says anything. Yeah. So just like it's like to, I want to imagine what, what this, what's Hasta this guy's vista. yeah like what's this guy's voice like I just yeah. want like that character is so interested like yeah
0: yeah, yeah that like, was a real, like when he when he does the green scene by himself and he walks through and he thinks he's fine and the Knight's King looks at him. And then he, I, because I watched it, I noticed the second time that the Nights King looks at all the other Walkers, so Bran will turn around. Yeah, so now he's him yeah, it distracts him. Shows him right there. Yeah, he he has time to get off his horse and get over there, or whatever, however he moves. But yeah, that was uh.
1: It's also, it's also interesting. Like he he knew that all along. Like once he touches him, he could just yeah <clears throat> walk in.
0: That's some crazy shit. Well, we're uh, anything else? We're right about an hour. No, I but, think uh,
1: uh, I think that covers it. Yeah, I think, um, I think that covers everything. Yeah, I'm next episode is gonna be. <clears throat> I think it's gonna be King's Landing heavy, but like I hate it's they do it well, but I just kind of hate. I don't want to say hate, but like I'm always like super excited to learn more about something that we just saw. Then you always kind of gotta take a like a week off from it. <laughs> yeah. like you're not gonna. I mean, other than like the wall. Mm-hmm. You, you, you'll like once something hits a fever pitch and you will like let's back away from it yeah yeah bit, you're like oh. focus somewhere else and then we'll come back to this later and it's like I want to know I, I want a whole episode of Brand next week like, yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. That oh man yeah if, 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 you think well I guess they in the preview they showed him a little bit so I'm sure they're gonna give some yeah. kind of in this episode alright well that was uh, that was that was good got a lot out of my system I wanna talk about good shit um, anything
1: you wanna promote um I just want to promote the idea of rain. Rain is good for the earth. You know, a lot of yes. people don't like rainy days, I think it's great. So don't, you know, don't uh enjoy them <laughs> Keeps our keeps our planet replenished and
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I would like I'd like to promote you sir. I'd like to make you a manager and uh so now you're promoted. Thank you. Thank
1: you. I uh, accept the position. <laughs> All right uh,
0: guys, let us know what you think. Uh if you're listening, give us some feedback. What do What do you want us to talk about? Let us know. You can hit me up at Brandon at ComedyLOL.com or on Twitter at Brandon Smith two zero three. Near Twitter,
1: at Highbrow Sean on Twitter.
0: We want to hear from you. All right, guys, thanks a lot for listening.
1: God's be praised.